Hello, and welcome to the Matter of Drawing podcast, a bi-weekly Dungeons & Dragons podcast recorded live in the same room with Rob, the Dungeon Master, Ben, playing Bernard Weissmith, the Half-Elf Warlock, Marty, playing Snake Eyes Stonefist, the Dwarven Rogue, and Mario, playing Raven Broodwing, your human cleric. We'd love to hear from you. If you want to get in touch with us, we're at Dragcast on Twitter. We're on the web at rattleboxgames.com slash dragcast, or you can email us at dragcast at rattleboxgames.com. In the meantime, welcome back to Eagle Watch as we continue to reveal the matter of drag. By the way, we're recording now. (laughs) (laughs) All right, boys. Well, if I'm not mistaken, you are now standing outside of the clerical college in the town of Eagle Watch. Marn, Bernard, and Raven. Oh, okay. Uh, The question is, what you gonna do? Hmm. We had like two options, right? Where we're gonna either go to the inn or what else were we gonna do? We were gonna go... Well, we're supposed to go to the mountain at some point and get rid of these uh, Mui Den. Mountain Inn... And blacksmith, I feel like. Oh, yeah. We started with the blacksmith, and then we went, do we want to just do like a tour? Go to the residential area next? (laughs) Uh, It's the only place we haven't gone. Unfortunately, just as you say that, a double-decker bus pulls past it, and you hear someone standing on the top uh, explaining all of the architectural features of the clerical college that you're standing in front of. (laughs) But having thought of that too late, they just keep going. They don't stop. So you missed out on that opportunity to get tour. the tour. That's yeah. weird. <laughs> I said tour and a tour bus. <laughs> when I say tour bus, I guess what I really mean is... Um, Horse-drawn cart, that's two levels. Yeah, exactly. Wow. <laughs> and when I say two fish. levels, I just mean people sitting on each other's laps. Okay. <laughs> I just assumed there were seats everything. on top of the carriage. <laughs> uh, but it is painted red. Yes. And uh, the person is, for some reason, talking into a stick that's carved to have a bulbous end that tapers for no particular reason. The head of the game. It's a, it, it is wireless. <laughs> it is not a microphone. <laughs> this guy may or may not be insane. Wireless branch. <laughs> With people, they must be weirded out. But in truth, this is, for this whole district the district of Teravon, as we've mentioned before. This is the capital. It's the largest city. It's not the only city, but it's definitely the largest. And there are some impressive structures here. So that someone could be there and, and uh, be interested is not out of the realm of the possible, but you guys are pretty worldly at this point, and so you're not. <laughs> no <That's>... big deal. <laughs> um, so what's your move, dudes? I want you to take point. I don't know where to go. Where are we going? <laughs> Where do we want to go? We've got to talk to the guy. We could talk to the inn guy about getting a job for Moken's son. Yeah, for Farmer Moken's son. Fun fact, you don't have to do anything. We don't. We could just sit here. (laughs) (laughs) The worst D&D game I don't have to. But I want to get my stuff made. I need that prototype armor made. So we've got to do like all of this. concepts so you can get a bank loan. You're adding like these chains of events now. We're like... We're backlogging. It's fine. <laughs> I think we should just keep going. Let's go to the inn and see what he tells us Build to up do. XP. Okay. <laughs> All right. We'll see what he tells us we have to do in order All to right, get a job. All right, let's go to the inn. I need a bath anyway. All right, let's do it. <laughs> All kind right. dirty. So, yeah, we're going to walk towards the inn. Does Raven have any objections to the inn? No. Just following? No. 
this conversation bores me. So <laughs> the inn sounds like a good idea. All right. There's alcohol at the inn. It's yeah. all I care about. So while you're going between the college and the tavern, uh, you pass through the square at the center of town. So as we've mentioned, it's separated into districts and there's a square. It's got a fountain and, and some of the uh, prime businesses are there on the square. It's quite lovely, ornate, as we've mentioned before, sort of a Tudor style. If you're living inside the walls, which because whereas most of the people don't have a physical memory because they weren't alive yet of the attack of the Muiden, there is a sort of institutional memory and people don't really want to live outside the walls. They feel like they're safer. But one of the prices of living inside the walls is you have to keep things looking nice. So it does look lovely. So they really, really have to clean there. They do clean, paint, the whole thing. So in oh, the square, good. it's getting toward dusk. This is still the same day as when you guys rolled in to the outskirts of town on the cart. It's getting toward the evening time. There are some torches on the uh, square. And in the square, you see four clowns. They're dressed in red, green, blue, and white, respectively. Their clothing is bright, if tattered, motley. They have exaggeratedly long crowns on that actually cover their eyes, and they're performing, tumbling and juggling. And the red, blue, and green clowns, I guess, here, that's happening. I bet those guys wouldn't notice anything taken from the little hat with the money in it, since their uh, eyes are covered up okay. by those crowns. That's fine. Do I'm not want... saying I'm doing that, I just, you know. Okay. Right. They need a, some sort of bodyguard to watch out for them. Uh, I wonder if they'll hire us. Yeah. <laughs> we went from thieving to offering services. <laughs> do you think? Do you think they need pig analysis? They might. As you're conversing, uh, are you watching? Also, yeah, because yeah. they are interesting. This is an interesting thing happening. Because now that you said that, I can say the words. As you're watching, <laughs> I hate clowns. Uh, the red, blue, and green clowns take off rings from their fingers and scarves from around their necks and they thread the scarves through the rings all the while the white clown starts sword swallowing he's got a rapier that he is swallowing the three with the scarves and the rings they've doubled up the scarves they're going through the rings and they're each holding two ends so the rings are supported in the middle of them can you picture this there so there's a three there's... rings three scarves and so the scarves loop through and uh, the rings are being supported by the scarves so mm -hmm. they just they just ran scarves through rings and they're each one holding onto one scarf mm -hmm. with uh -huh. the rings in the middle of them but there's like you could still fit a thing through the ring not a lot because they're three scarves right but but yeah an apt question because and all this while the rapier is going down his throat the three pull the scarves and the rings expand magic <laughs> they double their size and then they double again and again and again. So they're almost three feet in diameter. As they do this, the scarves have also grown in length and width. Just as the hilt of the sword reaches the lips of the white clown, his three fellows toss the scarves and rings into the air, and the white clown punches the hilt of the sword, which disappears into his throat. Just as he does that, the rings and scarves, which have formed a tube, so more picturing here. Yes. Ring, some scarf. Mm -hmm. Ring, mm. some scarf. Ring. So it's like a tunnel made out of hoops and now, for all intents and purposes, sort of one piece of fabric by all appearances. Mm. Although you know that they started as rings on fingers and scarves around necks. Just before the tube passes over his head, he raises a fist, smashes the hilt of the sword 
which disappears into his mouth. As you take in this somewhat horrifying sight, the fabric tube continues to fall over his head, but the tube mysteriously stops its descent, covering the white clown entirely from head to foot, so that no sign of him remains. He's just in there now? It's not obvious that he's supporting them. They're just, they stopped. The red clown faces Larn and points to the blue and green clowns without turning away. They make an exaggerated show of blowing on the floating fabric tube, which falls to the ground, and it's empty. So there are now three clowns on the square. The three remaining clowns face the heap of cloth and rings and start to suck in air. As they do so, one piece of the fabric shoots to the mouth of each of the clowns, trailing a ring tied behind it. By the time the rings have met their lips... They're once again small enough to be returned to their fingers, which the clowns do after catching them in their jagged teeth. No sign remains of the cloth. So they... And the scarves come and... And they catch the ring in their mouth. So it's like... And is that they, the technical? Well, yes, that is. That is it's exactly... like the magic trick where they're pulling it out, but in reverse. <laughs> it yeah. Is, I, I assume that a magical portal opens between magicians who are pulling scarves out of their mouth. Yes. And it comes from <laughs> these guys' throats. That's where these scarves come out That's how you get cooties. It, uh, you know what? Hey, friends. Uh, it's important for us here at Rattlebox Games and your your friends at the uh, Matter of Drag podcast. Friends don't let friends suck each other's scarves. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> don't share scarves, guys. I'm glad I didn't take that drink. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to cast Armor of Shadows on myself because I can, and also because that freaked me out. Those guys are creepy. <laughs> that was weird. Okay. I'm going to make a you? stealth check and hide. <laughs> You're just going to hide. I'm going to hide in the crowd. Hiding. Did you say, right did you say that me. they were pointing at us? Or pointing at Larn? No, they just faced Larn. So the, um, oh, I thought they, he looked at. Me. Well, here's the thing: they can't look because they oh, have yeah. crowns. Where like the, the whole they were they doing clearly all this do no, magic. They do magic or extremely good sleight of hand. Sure. Where'd the other creepy guy go? Yeah, I mean, I guess the question is, what do you guys want to do? I'm hiding. You're hiding? I love it. I'm a little freaked out right now. All right, now. you know what? A couple pieces of business here. Bernard, you have a point of inspiration. Yeah, right. So why don't you take the big die? Another. Let's do passive perception checks. Yeah, I was actually going to do... Okay, passive perception. How does that work? It's 10 plus your perception bonus. All right. So 13 for me. I'm sure you guys have all listened to the last episode of the Rattlebox Games podcast where we talked about dice with Rolf from Flying Frog. It's given. He points out that it's lame when DMs roll behind a screen. So it's my guarantee not to do that. Okay. So I'm going to roll, and this is, I guess, effectively a contest for perception. One. Critical miss. All All right, Marty, this is actually an interesting question to be asking at this stage in the game. We've never really talked about exactly what you guys look like. I know you're all wearing leather armor, although you aren't now. I think I took it off. I just have fine fine clothes clothes with my, yeah, I look nice. (laughs) But I look like a potato, but that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) You look like an old but young potato. All right. And then, Marty, you have a crossbow and two short swords and some daggers. No, I don't have a crossbow. Really? I could swear you had a crossbow. Small crossbow. No, I took the two daggers instead of the crossbow. Okay. All right. Fair enough. And And I have have two short swords. Okay. You have a crossbow and a mace. Mm Mm-hmm. I assume, like, maces are stored sort of, like, hang at your belt. Or on your back. Either which. Are you carrying your swords? I've got them both 
like one on each hip, and then there's also a dagger on each leg. Gunslinger style. Yeah. Okay. What weapons are you packing, Bernard? I have a crossbow. Okay. Daggers, two daggers, and then a quarterstaff. Okay. Quarterstaff, I would assume sort of a back thing, or do you, do you carry it like a walking stick? I would. I would. Walking stick. I mean, that's a warlock move. Yeah. I suspect that it's sort of just like affect. Yeah, it's I don't not need, for it, any reason. I don't really use it for spell casting, but you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's totally. Well, he's wearing fine clothes. I think it's like a nice looking okay. quarterstaff. It's not magical or anything, Fair but enough. it's. Yeah. All right. Marty, you feel at your hip, actually, at both hips, you feel movement in a way you've not felt for so long. <laughs> and what you what happens is you turn around and you see a white clown trying to lift the swords out of your scabbards. <laughs> the disappeared white clown is behind you trying to pick your pockets. Can I uh make a sleight of hand check? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um I mean I sure, figure he's sure. kind of distracted. Sure. You know. Go ahead. Uh, are you making a check or a contest? No, a check, because while he's trying to steal my weapons, I want to pick his pockets. Okay. It's only fair. I mean, all right. Uh, You know what? One second. Let me open the door. Actually, wait a minute. No, that's kind of a... What would he do in this situation? I don't think he'd be like, yeah, take my weapons. I'm going to take your money. Hmm. Give me a second to think. Okay, so while he's thinking, what what do I... What would he do in this situation? What is Bernard seeing? Nothing. Nothing? No. I'm going to say maybe he's a little further behind you. There's a reason they chose him. Okay. And it's because he was the easiest target to pick a pocket. You know what? I want to I punch him. So you guys are in sort of a chevron formation with uh, Larn slightly behind uh, Raven and Bernard. And slightly behind <laughs> Larn is the white clown. Still crown over the top of the face uh, in his tattered but bright motley, trying to lift your swords. And you? How tall is this clown in relation to me? I'm four feet tall. <laughs> I have the height for this clown. He's five feet ten inches. Okay. That, that that puts, you know, my fist and his crotch roughly at about the same height. Okay. So I want to punch him in the crotch. Okay. But if if he's lifting your swords, I would imagine that he's kind of crouched down. That's a good point. Okay. He would have to crouch down. Okay, well, then I want to hit him on the top of the head or the back of the neck, I guess. Okay. Which one? I don't care. Which one? Whatever's in that vicinity that I land on with my hand. I don't okay. know. Okay. On top of the crown. Okay. All right, so um, I guess I will roll. So you're rolling a, a manual attack. I don't know what the damage would be for that, but I do know. Oh, wait a minute. You know, I need to look in the player's handbook because I don't know if I get my proficiency bonus for an unarmed attack. I was kind of hoping you wouldn't notice. And then just later in the game, Marty, you'd have no swords when you were going to fight. <laughs> <laughs> that would be bad. Bernard has a plan. Okay. And it, Well, Bernard it, also has free actions. And yeah, we don't. You can talk to these guys. You we don't know that it's happening, that anything's happening to true. Larn. Okay. But we did, Larn and I did just talk about how there's like a nice there's is there like a hat with tips in it i think that's just like enough, a hat fair enough yeah it's a decent amount of tips uh you know it's some coppers it's not great it's not great better than nothing though well we had talked about how we could like maybe get them as bodyguards as soon as we saw that i am going to cast actually unseen servant okay oh now this is interesting all right go on i'm going to command him to go grab the all right tip. well so first you cast it right yeah all right. Uh-oh. You know what? First, let's have Marty go, because I think you, at this point, you still don't know. 
No, I don't. Happened. I don't know anything's happened. So, that was, but I we so, can wait. So we'll do that when it when the time. Okay. What is the edge of like meta gaming? Like, I don't know that he's going to go and cast all this stuff, but well, you don't know that anything is happening to Lars. So you right. can, you so can you talk can't... about this and plan about this, though. Some. It's just we'll decide whether you your know. character can't be like, oh, I'm going to go attack the clown that's robbing Larn because your character doesn't know. That's yeah. right. But you, as a player, do. And, but, that's yeah. the difference so, between. So the difference is what you say is going to happen. So talking about and planning is fine. It's just like I was saying to Ben, he wanted to cast that spell. Mm-hmm. Well, there's no reason he'd cast that spell now because Marty hasn't taken an action to indicate that anything's happening. Uh huh. Because um, if that's what your plan is, I won't pardon it. Okay. okay. I'll let you know. Because I, I have an idea. Okay. I'll let you know. I think it might be a stretch for Benard to just do it. But I was kind of basing it on the conversation before we had seen the clowns do anything. Okay. But I think it can wait All until right. after this. All right. So, Marty, you realize that the clown is trying to relieve you of your swords. And because he rolled a one on his uh, attempt to uh, get past you, to pick your pocket. And you said your reaction is to use an unarmed attack, and you're going to try and clobber his noggin. Yes. All right. So because it's an unarmed attack and mm-hmm. not a t- an attack with a weapon I'm proficient with, I don't get my proficiency bonus okay. added to it. Two. So I missed. Let me check. Yeah, you did. Okay. <laughs> so now, because, though... Uh, and I, I'm going to give you that as a surprise round, even though he was probably pretty ready. He biffed it pretty bad. Now, my question, though, is because I obviously had to turn around to try and strike him, is his hand still on my weapons? I mean, because he would have had to I'd say wait it, until I flipped around and then grab him again. I'd say not. I'd say yes. that, uh, yeah, you still have your swords. I mean, I guess we could roll, but I'm going to say no, because he, he rolled a one. I mean, yeah. in fairness, you threw a blind haymaker... And he felt the air, heard the whiz, but uh, um, didn't feel the the punishment of your fist. <laughs> and now, I don't know, do we roll for initiative, do you think? Yeah, I'd say so. I guess one question is, do I still not do know? Do you want to roll for initiative? Are you starting a fight? I mean, you threw a punch. We would have figured it out when he threw a punch, right? Well, I'm just saying, what do you do now? I'm going to roll for initiative, and at the same right. time... Are you going to... Yeah. Hands off my weapons, buddy! Okay, now I'm rolling for okay. <laughs> All right, well, we're all... We're just doing one roll. Whoever wants to roll it can. For your so side. We, we're doing uh, side who's, initiative. Whose um, dexterity bonus gets added to it, then? None. It's unmodified. Oh, I roll well, an unmodified. Okay. You roll an unmodified. You want to roll it? Because you usually roll pretty yeah. good. Well, That's all I rolled pretty bad for my HP, but... <laughs> okay. Wow, we have... This is not like, a good day. No... <laughs> What is it? It's off the table. Or it's off the, the thing. You got to <laughs> okay. re-roll it. Oh. <laughs> that that kind of worked out. Oh, hey, you got a one. It's, it's higher than yes. what you had. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, so that means that all four of the clowns have an opportunity to spend some quality time with you. Yeah. Hate Although here's clowns. an interesting piece. You know, we're talking about metagaming. Would the other clowns know? Oh, they know. Yeah, they're like they're a group of thieves. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> and they know uh, because they're in the square. You're around the edge, 
and he's behind you. And we just talked about them facing directly at Larn. Oh, I should have taken a cunning action. You know what? The white clown who's behind you guys draws his dagger, pushes past you, and joins his three fellows in the square. So they're standing in sort of a diamond formation, him at the point. Uh, what we have is you guys are facing each other, and they're in a diamond, and it goes clockwise from 6 o'clock. It's the white, then uh, at... 9 o'clock is the green, 12 o'clock the red, and 3 o'clock the blue. Doesn't that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if if we were looking at you guys in a similar fashion, we would say, and if this helps the listener, we have Bernard at 3 o'clock, we have Larn at 6 o'clock, and we have Raven at 9 9 o'clock. We're going to rock. All right. And actually, they just stand there. They aren't attacking I can't tell you how unpleasant their faces are now that you're sort of looking at them. The you know the show's not happening at the moment, so you see, you know, the crowns covering their their eyes still, but just really unpleasant teeth. And you get the feeling that maybe they're not wearing clown makeup so much as they're just very pale, and their lips are a very sort of wine stained color. It's not nice to look at, and they're standing there almost hissing at you like cornered animals. These guys aren't nice to look at. <laughs> uh, and, and as this happens, sort of the crowd starts to just fade away. <laughs> the square is emptying out. It's going from dusk to evening, and uh, the, the folks in the crowd aren't sure where this is going, but they're pretty sure they don't want to be there when it goes there. So that's where you are. And now it's your turn. That was how they spent their round just standing in formation. And, yeah, and sort of hissing like possums. Oh, think possum. fighting possum people. Huh. So, hmm. who's going first for our side? Um, I'll go last. I wouldn't mind going first. All right, yeah, you go first. How far away from us are they? Maybe eight feet. Eight feet? Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> All right, so. <laughs> okay. As Raven cracks his knuckles, yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah. Um, it's clobbering time. Yeah. Well, I'm the not-so-nice cleric, I guess, right now. Um, it's all relative. Relative. So, since they're in such a beautiful diamond formation, I would like to expend one of my spells uh-huh. to do Burning Hands. Oh, Burning Man. So... <laughs> Mario leaves, and he uh, he's going off to the desert to get yes. his rave on. Yes. His rave on. All right, I'm leaving. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you uh, cast uh, Burning Hands. Burning Tell me hands. about it. So um, in a 15-foot cone, okay. I, okay. as it says in the book, I put nice. my hands together, thumbs touching, and I create a thin sheet of flames okay to everything in that 15 foot cone can you make the wu-tang <laughs> all right so you do that all right and all the creatures take or make a dexterity saving throw all right they got a, a critical miss one so what they... happens on a one because sometimes that changes how much damage they get when they roll a one um it's just Successful or fail, but okay. since it's fail, 
Um, they're all taking three d6 damage. Ooh. Oh my god! All right. So <laughs> I'm gonna I mean, have, is it? I'm gonna okay? have you roll. You roll it all at once. I, I hope all of when, them are taking three d6 damage. That's they're all crazy. and they're all gonna take one. I hope when you edit this episode, you add in flame sound effects. You have to. Burning, burning, burning. There. <laughs> Anybody Do you want, want to add to? Marty's got oh, one right. My go. flames. Yes. There. All Did right. you get one of his? I think you should get one of his. Like. You don't want to roll the clown die. No. <laughs> All right. Here we Marty. go. I'm sorry. Oops. Raiden's going. No, you can keep that. Keep that. Keep that. <laughs> it's on there. It's a six. It's a twelve. Twelve damage. damage. And they all die. They don't, but they're all hurt. But boy, it's good that you that your party has one confident member in it. <laughs> well, I've I couldn't even hit a guy that was literally right <laughs> touching me. All right, so all right, the there worst. we go. So that was twelve. Twelve damage each. Ouch! Uh, they don't look happier or better. They just look like themselves. Burnier, burnier, handier. Just a little okay. more singed. Mm-hmm. A little barbecued. Which is. You know, they're, as oh, I mentioned, man. their robes are, or their, their motleys are tattered. Uh, they're not in any better shape now. Next time, we got to coordinate because I have flasks of oil. No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We're just like, these guys tried to steal from me. No, they die. <laughs> okay, so they are, uh, well, they're not bloodied. They're burnied. <laughs> so they're, they're in pretty rough shape. And that was Raven's turn. So, what can if... you handle it, boys? Uh, we'll see. I don't have anything <laughs> like that. No, no promises, says, <laughs> says Bernard. Okay. All right. So, either one of you two? Yeah, I'll go. I'm leaving it up to you. I'll go. You got this. I, I believe s- in you. I'll. Uh, the fir- so first, I'm gonna try to talk to them because this is my thing. Oh, sure. I'm yeah. gonna talk to the to the white one because mm-hmm. he seems like a leader and i'm gonna see <laughs> oh god <laughs> maybe, maybe you should have gone first then. <laughs> whatever you, you can hurt them they're not nice people but i'm gonna now that they have been hurt i'm like, gonna you want more of that <laughs> yeah i'm gonna basically get into his head and see if he even has language that's okay. kind of the test is, all right uh and just be like so you you good we good here you want to <laughs> leave or we want we got to keep going that's a great question. <laughs> That's what uh, he said back. What he oh, <laughs> he says it in such a civilized voice. That's a he, great question. He says, he's like, it didn't have to be a fight, but it is now. Okay. All right. That's on <laughs> you, I guess. Uh, and then I. <laughs> all right. So that, that, we're going to call that a, a conversational yeah, uh, that was action. a real quick. That, that wasn't. Yeah, that's a free action. You can. It always... could even be my move if you wanted. No, be. no, no. I mean, talking is always a free action. Okay. Uh, role playing games without talking—that's a bad. Plan. It's really. That's, yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm gonna. So he says that, and I'm like, okay. And then I, um, I cast Eldritch Blast at White Clown. Okay. Whitey McWhiterson. And that is a ranged attack. All right. Okay. I'm gonna roll. What is that? Ten. So that's a fourteen. I, I could show you his AC is 15. So that is a miss. All right. Uh, so there's like a, a mouse that was scurrying by and he like just dies. <laughs> you hit the no. I'm see? Kidding. You see I'm, what I can do? I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> As to the mouse, so to you. Beware. <laughs> Bernard the Warlock. <laughs> Tell your friends. 
All right. All right, Lauren. All right, well, you said they're eight feet away. Yeah. And my speed is 25, so. Your speed is 25. Uh, something we haven't discussed earlier. Uh, it's perfectly fine with me if in an attack situation you want to move, attack, move. So if you wanted to move forward uh, eight feet, attack, and then run back, you would have uh, an opportunity to attack against you for disengaging. Or I can use my cunning action for disengage. <laughs> uh, yes, you could. But I'm just saying yeah. you don't have to use all your uh, movement at the same time. Okay, so I'm going to run forward and attack Whitey. What do you say as you're running? <laughs> Death to Whitey. <laughs> oh, terrible. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to move forward and attack the white guy. Okay. <laughs> it just doesn't sound any better as, as it goes. All right. All right. What so, kind of attack? With what? Uh, I'm going to attack him with my, wh- with my father's short sword. Oh, your father's. And I missed it, no matter Man. what. You, you like, you super I'm going to use my bonus action to attack with my other short sword because uh, that's my other thing as okay. a rogue is yeah. I, can, I get two attacks. Great. 18. 18 plus. Uh, plus five. Is, is definitely a hit. Yeah. So now I get to roll 1d6 for damage. In fairness, what was your other roll? My other roll was three. Oh, okay. I... Eight yeah. is a miss, for sure. <laughs> I somehow had ten in my head. Ten would be a hit. Three damage. Three damage. Uh, yeah, you like that? And and Bernard hears, hears and thinks, no, not really. That, that was pretty unpleasant. <laughs> he didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, more of the same? Got it. All right, so that was your action. Yes. And... Your second action, your bonus yes, action. Exactly. And that's all of you guys. All right. So um, I'm going to have them now. I'm scared. All four of them, not just at the same time, but as though at, at an almost balletic movement, they all four reach up to the crowns on their heads and they pull them off. And they pull them in front of themselves, and they tap them. And when I say that they're doing this at the same time, once again, it's like you're looking at four of the same creature. It is perfect balletic execution at the same time. They're the same height. They look very similar. They're not like clones. They're not I'll, – I'll, I mean, if you want to roll, you can roll, but they're not illusory people. They're real. Oh. They just – they've been together, and they've been doing this a long time. They tap – sort of like a tambourine can you picture taking your crown and tapping it against the uh, palm of their hand and they go from the sort of cylindrical shape of a crown to a flat shape sort of like a disc with a hole in the middle and in fact they they're no longer crowns they are something called a chakram which happens to be a a circular sword think xena except they're hollow not throwing in the middle. it mm. Aren't they? <laughs> Maybe they are. So then they're like circular boomerangs. No, it's it's a. I mean, like a dagger is both a knife and a thrown weapon. True. But as it turns out, they they aren't going to throw them. I think they will be. <laughs> they, all right, fine. Uh, mo- the white one throws one at Marty just to make Marty happy. He's, he's five feet away. And he throws it. No, no, they're 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 engaged. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So they're this like guy's right going to throw it, and I'm standing other. right in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> he throws it right over my head and kills some dude trying um, to get away from the crowd. 
What did he roll? 16. Uh, 16. That hits me. Okay. I don't, I don't have to look at his modifiers. That no. Hits. That's a hit. Okay. My armor class is 14. Okay. Uh, then, yeah, he super hits you. And that does 1d6 <laughs> plus 2. So that does 3 damage. The green and the blue are going to close in. I'm sorry, but of course they're going for you, Mario. Uh, uh, expected. And green rolls a... Eight. An eight and misses. Could I have it back, please? And blue rolls a <laughs> 16, uh, which is a 16 by itself a hit. Huh? Which is it 16? Um, oh, you know what? It's a 20 in total. Oh, okay. So, prob- good chance it's a hit. We're going to do some slashing damage, please. Oh. Four. Four plus, plus two. two. Which I think is six. Yes. My math works out. And then, uh, better red. He and thinks dead. he'd be dead. And he's going to also use the chakram. A 10 plus, plus four. four. 14? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I mean, for you. Wait, you didn't, don't you have your, your mage armor on? Yeah, but my AC is now 13. Which, oh. So it's a hit. Because it's 13 plus dex, but I have zero dex. <laughs> so it just gave me two additional AC points. Not which, great. Well, but, but better. Better. better that I, I wouldn't even have to have checked. Yeah. Two plus two, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So four. Four of the damages. I might be being a little nice because they also have um, cunning action. So could they all have done an extra attack here, Marty? On Cunt with their cunning action? No, cunning action doesn't give them an extra attack. It just lets them dash, disengage, or hide. You know what? They're going to all disengage at least. I mean, if they're a rogue, though, and they have two weapons, they could get an extra attack with their second weapon, but I don't know if they have two weapons. They do, but we won't do that. Because that's the only reason why I was able to attack twice. Okay. They're not going to take their second attacks. These guys aren't normal. This all happened pretty quickly. But when they took the crowns off, these are solid metal crowns. You couldn't see their eyes. And there's a reason for that. It's because, friends, if you picture, maybe take some caulk or some spackle and just cover up where where eyes belong on a face... That's what their face looks like. You. That creeps me out. I'm glad we're killing these guys. They deserve to die. So they are eyeless and yet apparently seeing. They're um, like Daredevil. <laughs> except uh, this is way grosser. They, they've got, they've really taken the whole five head thing. You know, bigger than a forehead, it's a five yeah. head. They've got something like a seven head because <laughs> there's a nose in the middle of their forehead effectively. No eyes whatsoever no eyebrows no eyelashes no sign that they ever had them either and now he's wow like, you're a creepy bunch that <laughs> takes one to know one. Oh, i know i'm <laughs> creepy <laughs> all right so it's us again roll so you guys. oh wait yeah so whatever so. You, whatever you want you should go again i i'm gonna go last okay okay yeah because i would probably want to move out of the way so you don't shoot me with burning hands as well where are they uh where are they at now uh they're sort of at the same relative position that they were when you guys uh started so they're about eight feet away from you a little 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 further back into the square so they're near the center of this i'm gonna get whitey (laughs) okay 
15 plus 5 is 20. Turns uh, out a hit. 20 will hit. But just barely. So against the white one. So 1d6 plus 3 for the damage because this is my main hand. 5 plus 3 is 8 damage. He is what we call in Dungeons and Dragons dead. And then I'm going to take a cunning action to disengage and well, move. he's dead, so he, you weren't Yeah, engaged. but the other three yeah, are yeah, over there. I'm going to disengage to move behind uh, Raven and Bennard. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh, okay. So, yeah. Okay. Ends where he was. All right. Okay. All right. Still, you, you guys still want to do this. We'd like to point. Well, are you? Uh, so who are you talking to? I'm just to? talking, yeah, I'm just talking saying, to the dead guy. He's I'm like, just saying it out loud. He now. says. <laughs> no, they're like, we didn't attack you. Which is true. You guys started it. You tried to take my sword. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nobody steals my dead short sword. Apparently our fallen comrade can't argue with you on that point. Exactly. <laughs> he doesn't have any evidence to prove otherwise. Well, okay. I guess there you want to keep going. So another uh, Eldritch Blast. Okay. This is with Agonizing Blast or whatever. And that's going to be at, mm-hmm. I'm going to go for, somebody else has been hit, right? None of them have been well, hit. Well, they've all been hit with they've burning all hands. Been. Yeah. Okay. For like a bajillion points damage. I'm going to go for blue then. He's kind of like right in front of me. All right, so you got to kill blue's clues. <laughs> all right, so he's eight feet in front of you. Yeah, you guys are. Like I, yeah, I'm like right. You guys yeah. are both at three o'clock if we were talking about. Yeah. All right. <sighs> what is that? I believe that's what we call a four in Dungeons and Dragons. <sighs> no, wait, is your. Passes is for your a modif- 20 in everyday life though. Is your modifier. Does it happen to be 11? I'm taking advantage. All right, he's going to use. I, I gave. <laughs> this needs to. Uh, end. I gave a point of inspiration. No, you have to roll that die. Oh, I have to roll that one. Oh, so this might the, the, let me. Oh, man, so this is the first time we've used the inspiration die, boys and girls. Uh, it is about the size of Bernard's fist or of Ben's fist. It's in this literally case. <laughs> about ten times the size of an actual die, yeah. like a normal die. Yeah, it'd be interesting to weigh them both. All right, so roll it. it weighs like three pounds. Oh my god, it's a nine. Nine. Yeah. That was not a great roll. But is your modifier six? No. Is, is it to AC? Yeah, it's AC. It's then, not. Yeah, that, I'll, I'll tell you guys not to ruin the fantasy, but their AC is fifteen. Yeah. So. So okay, you you just pew, pew, blasted holes in the buildings behind them, or what? Is this a <laughs> yeah? Is this a line for, from your hand? Yeah, it's like a line. It's like a ray, it's like a ray of light. I think. Okay. And it's just missing. Like, this will right. work eventually. <laughs> Guys, I, I, this will work. I promise. <laughs> we believe you. Like, right. last time I really used this was at a concert. This this never happens. <laughs> I hear it happens to all warlocks. It, it happens to everybody. Don't <laughs> worry right. about it. Nothing to be ashamed of. All right. That is your action. Uh, I really don't want to use another spell. You can use a cantrip. Well, Those are free. Luckily for you, yeah, but if you use another spell, we're going to the inn anyway, so we could take a long rest and you can get them back. That's what I'm hoping. Is this the plan? That's my That's plan. My, I was I planning would, on going yeah. to take a bath. All right. Like he literally was going to go take a bath. Yeah. He's covered in road dirt and pig dust and mooed in slime. Yeah, and I've got a pig. I got to find apparently. But does he know that? No. No. But I'm sure know. when he takes off his cloak, he'll find it. Boy, <laughs> yeah. I, boy, I hope the white. I hope that white clown hadn't picked your pig first and you didn't cook it with that. Well, luckily I can hands. pull. Oh, well, I'll have bacon at least. Let's, how many <laughs> hit points do you think a pig has? All right, let's go. I mean, you know, making bacon from dead pigs. 
He's like making lemonade from lemons. I don't know. <laughs> you could just cut this whole section out. I have no idea what's going on right now. Nor do I, apparently. I think I'm having a stroke. <laughs> I smell toast. All right. What's going on? <sighs> My gosh, guys. Can't even handle three guys. <laughs> I killed one. What else do you want from me? Well, props to Lauren, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw the, the shooter guns at you. Like, yeah boy. As I roll my eyes and flip my hair. <laughs> I know uh, you love me. Alright. Um, Alright. I am very calmly going to do another <laughs> burning hands at their formation. Okay. Oh, I'm glad I got out of the way. Alright. <laughs> uh so you're going to do your saving dexterity throw? saving throw. Okay. I don't know. That's an 18. Looks good. I yeah. think you rolled a 1.8. Uh, hmm. 18. I think I see a dot there. So they take half. And that's so on success, you only take half. So let me just point out that 18 is a 24. Yeah. They're, they're pretty dexterous. A 2.4, well, you mean? Okay, yeah, we can All deal right. with 2.4. And then you're going to roll damage? Guys. Oh, Power of three. Right. <laughs> yes. Your coven is One, supporting you. Wonder triplets, powers. <laughs> Activate. Seven, so ha- so they take three and a half points of damage. Rounded up four. No, I don't know how that's handled. If it's rolled up or rounded uh, up or rounded down, I would imagine it's rounded rounded down. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> no way. You know, we can make that the table rule. I mean, that, uh, we could do that. I mean, then, because that also it, helps yeah, us. Help. You know, I was going to say enemies. I'm willing to do it either way, but once we do it th- that way, this time we'll do it that way every time. So do you want to yeah. round it down? Yeah, round it down. Yeah. All right, so that brings him to fifteen. Damage total, 12 before 3 Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did they all die? No. All right, so it's their turn. I think they're going to draw their short swords. Ironically, they must just like short swords. You know what? Nah, they're going to stick with their chakrams. Whitey threw his at Marty, which is convenient, because the only one who isn't holding his chakram, and they're going to attack, because that's how they feel. In case you wanted to know, you could also stuff some food into your mouth right now and it wouldn't take up your turn. Uh, one of them gets out a granola bar and just... <laughs> <laughs> they could don a mask. <laughs> uh, well, who's don a mask? <laughs> uh, they, they've they already taken off their masks. You might ask them to put masks back on because really they are horrible to look they at. They could also tap the floor with a 10-foot pole, but not a 9-foot or an 11-foot. Sadly. And it's a shame because you see they have these lovely 13-and-a-half-foot long poles just leaning against the fountain. They're like, I bet they could tap the ground with those. It'd be like, an, a, like a, a rendition of Stomp. Oh, I'm so glad. That, no. Nope. Uh, no, that, that counts. So there's there's a, an attack. Oh, what I thought a, we had to roll on the thing. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you do. You I do. mean, I, I'm far away from the thing. They rolled a 20, uh, which uh, that, this is our first – Critical oh hit. no! Yeah. Uh, so that was who's he hitting? That was green against Mario, with his no. chakram. So I believe that what it is is you don't roll damage. It's just all the damage, right? Depends on the weapon. Yeah. Sometimes some things a do double damage. Some just do critical max damage. Times two. What type of weapon is it? A short sword? That would kill me. That would kill you. Oh, uh, yeah. A critical hit would kill me at this point. How much HP do you have left? Ten. Wait, how would that kill you, though? Because they... I don't know what their damage is, but... Assuming it's... Well, if it's a D6 plus two... 
the most they could do is eight damage, right? No, because if it's critical, sometimes it's two times damage. Oh. If they roll a 20, it can be like two times, which just is going to be 12 plus two. When you score a critical hit, you get to roll extra dice for the attack's damage against the target. Roll all of the attack's damage dice twice and add them together. Then add any relevant modifiers as normal. So they would only get the plus two once, but they'd roll 2d6 instead of 1d6 for a short sword. Okay. Or so, yeah, see, that would kill case. me. But you don't get to, it's not max damage, it's, you okay. have to roll. So That's it could be a better. four. A five and a three. Plus two is ten. Plus two is ten. You How are you me. doing? You still alive? One HP. Right. <gasps> That's alive. You know. Don't worry, we got you. All right. Uh, Do it. We now, got this. You're uh, not going to miss again. Red. I, I got oh, this. Red, I know you aren't. Red is going with his chakram. Uh, he's not going to throw it. He's going to charge uh, against Larn. Oh, my gosh. He's 19. Hot. Okay. 19. That is a mm, hit. <laughs> That's a hit, but not a critical. Okay. Uh, now you roll the D6. All right, so he did seven plus, points damage. Yes, two. So what are that you puts at? me at nine. Oh, you're oh, all right. It's pretty tough. Yeah. Right, can I get those back? Because would you believe that the blue clown <laughs> is going to go to Bernard Town? Okay. I don't, I don't know if Raven There's said a prayer. There's low rolls all around you. <laughs> I don't know if Raven said a prayer or something, but Bernard escapes uh, injury by their rolling a two, which prevented them from doing four damage. That's <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and that's their round of attacks. Yeah. Uh, Which one attacked me? Red or blue? Red. Or green? Red green. attacked you. Oh, no, red attacked you. So blue green, green was Raven. Red was Bernard. Blue was... Yeah, green Green was Raven. Yeah, red, red was Larn. Larn. Blue me. Blue was against <laughs> Bernard. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I, the, uh, they, uh, they say, are you sure you want to keep going? <laughs> of course. Uh, Darn. I'm gonna... No one touches my dad's short sword. <laughs> <laughs> you already said that. I'm going to do now. Just reiterating. I'm going to do Eldritch Blast on green. Can you can you hit this time? I'm, gonna, I'm trying. They say, oh, thank God, he's casting Eldritch Blast again. We're safe. <laughs> okay, wait you a minute. You got this. Actually, I'm going to. You got I'm this, Ben. Erd. Because I, I have other spells that I just haven't used. They're like, <laughs> they, uh, the, the blue one says, there's no evidence of that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to do Dissonant Whispers All on right. green. On green. Because he's right in front of. He's right in front of. Yeah. Because you have one HP. I'm trying to save you. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, I would love to take revenge on green. It won't stop you from taking. All right, I'll do it on blue then. All right. Blue, who's right in front of you and who just attacked you, uh, but failed to wound you. Uh huh. So. The description for this spell. You whisper a discordant melody that only one creature of your choice within range can hear, racking it with terrible pain. The target must make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, it takes 3d6 psychic damage and must immediately use its reaction, if available, to move as far away as its speed allows from you. All right, so you have to roll? You have to roll. Wisdom saving. I imagine the dissonant whispers kind of sound like the ring wraiths, and they're asking for them to give them the ring. 
what what uh what am I rolling again? I'm sorry. Wisdom save. Gah. Yeah, wisdom saving throw. What did they need to clear? Twelve. Oh, well they rolled a fourteen. Yeah. Alright, well so then they, they take half, half three D six. Alright. Well you have to roll, right? Yes. Yeah. I need I need the dice. Oh I need yeah. you everybody's need... help. Oh no. He's yeah. he's actually dead. Five, yeah. Yeah, he's dead. Okay. Okay. And then Bet you didn't see that coming. He says I, I don't know what says, you did, I'm, actually. I'm dead. So uh well, I can't answer. <laughs> I'm dead. It, so it looked like answer. he died of a heart attack. Broken heart disease. All right, and then do we have one more attack, or is that? Everyone? Oh no, I thought I went. No, he, he went, first. went first. first. All right, you're yeah. first. All right, then we have two more attacks if you want, or you could like do something else, whatever you want. You know, there. I'm gonna stab red twice. <laughs> okay, uh, with my short swords. Okay. Let's Bet this isn't it. how you wanted to get them, huh? So what is that? I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to That's read that. That's a critical miss. Oh, oh my god! I rolled a one. Oh my god! <laughs> but you have one more. Well, you were stabbing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So I'm gonna be nice then, uh, and just say that his billowing harlequin robes—it's sort of a you know onesie. <laughs> you thought there was some clown there, but he had twisted his body sufficiently that you missed. Okay. Are you going to try again? Yeah, I'm going to take my bonus action to attack with my left hand. 18 plus That's, 5 is that, 23. Uh, that is enough. Real good. <laughs> <laughs> so one I, plus nothing? I, I, I better get 20s from now on because I've rolled two ones. All right. So he too is dead. Red is dead. Red is dead. Green. I hit him so hard. Not he just looking died. great. Well, I mean, first of all, he doesn't look great, but second of all, he's not looking healthy. What do we want to do? Kill him. Girls? All I right. think we want to kill him. You only need to kill one person. Oh, now. wait a minute. We can interrogate him, steal all his stuff. Or, oh. no, we can just kill him and steal all his stuff. Still. We can do, yeah. Yeah. All right. Raven has a vendetta. Yeah. I would have killed him, but he really wanted to. Raven wanted green. has yeah. a vendetta. All right. Okay, so I have a question. What's that? Melee spell, spell attack. All right. What does that mean? You have to be within melee range, and you have to. You basically have to roll a melee attack. So, like, if you're if you have to grab them, like if it's shocking grasp or something, like you have to roll um, an attack roll and then add dexterity or strength, whichever one it says. Because it says make a a melee spell attack mm-hmm. against a creature you can reach. All right. So yeah, so you just have to run over melee to him. spell attack. That makes me wonder which well, modifier you use with it. What it, would my modifier be on that? So it's going to be um, your wisdom plus your proficiency bonus added onto an attack roll. My so wisdom plus? Your proficiency bonus. So your wisdom, your bonus is four, right? Yeah. And then you get your proficiency bonus. So you get to roll a d20 and add six to it. Oh. And then you be... have to get that. That just has to get you above their AC and you hit. Which is 15, as we somehow know. So really, all you have to do is roll a 9 or greater, and you hit him. I kind of really want to do this, but I feel like I'm really going to mess up. All right. What's it going to be? So you won't die. Even if he gets you down to zero, you'll have to... We just have to eventually kill him before you get three turns. Is that it? Yeah, because yeah, you're going to go down to zero, and then you'd have to do three death saving throws. Yeah. 
but and you'd have to fail three death saving yeah. throws. So you could. So you'll probably be fine. <laughs> okay, would, okay, it, it'll have, be all right. It would just suck because you could pass, fail, pass. Anyway, you have a fifty-five percent chance of hitting him. At uh, least, yeah. All right. So, how's this sound? Raven, with his last ounce of strength, is <laughs> going to try to tackle the <sighs> green clown. Uh-huh. So I I essentially want to pin him down mm-hmm. just using all my body. Okay. All right. And I want to cast Inflict Wounds. All right. Okay. So I have to make a melee spell attack. All right. You hit him. Yep. A 12 plus 6 is 18. You got this. Yeah. Yeah. So he's hit. Here's my so, D10. Oh, how many D10 do you need? Three, Three D10. D10. All right. Three D10. All right. Bring so oh, bring the pain. Oh, my God. Raven is losing it on this guy. <laughs> Don't ever piss him off. It what? doesn't pay off. Uh, tell me you say something as you do Yes. This. You have to yeah. say something. I place yeah. my hands on his non-eyes, and I say, critical this. I love that Raven censored himself. Uh, 17 is what I'm seeing. Yep. Yes. 17 Plus, MF damage. Uh, <laughs> Necrotic damage. Ma- maximal functional damage. Is that MF? Yes. You delivered all of the pain into his non-existent eyes, too. I love it. It's Actually, like he just got the greatest, uh, most excruciating headache ever. Interesting point. That is dealing more in one attack more than half of his damage. Oh, that actually, if it if it wasn't going to kill him, that automatically kills him anyway. So he's he's actually super dead. <laughs> Just as I intended. <laughs> yeah, he's really quite sincerely dead. He isn't merely, merely dead. So you now are standing in the middle of the square with four dead clowns in front of you. Um, Hate clowns. They're, interestingly, as they fell to the ground, each of the chakrams re- returned to their crown shape. And there, there you are. <sighs> I cast Unseen Servant. Okay. My Unseen Servant is going to grab as many crowns as he can. Okay. Why don't you let us know what Unseen Servant is in case there are any of us who aren't au fait with Well, it's that. a servant. It and is. you can't see it. Right? Pretty good I so that, far. Yeah. <laughs> that pretty much covers it. Unseen Servant. It creates an invisible, mindless, shapeless force that performs simple tasks at your command until the spell ends. And it's got like an AC of 10, one hit point. It can't attack. Strength of two. Uh, okay. I guess if somebody attacks it, then it just is dead. dead. But if they, if they land the hit. But I don't know how that works if it's shapeless and well, <laughs> they're just literally they're just flailing around sport. at the yeah. air magically. If like a, that Michael Stipe dance, if like a mouse like accidentally religion. runs into it, maybe. But uh, I don't know. Another <laughs> mouse runs into it. Another thing, is... <laughs> <laughs> your spell could be taken out by a mouse that's not or that. Well, it could be paying attention. I don't know. What I'm picturing is four floating crowns. Yeah, that's what I see. All can right. it? Well, it has a strength of two. Do you think it can hold yes. four crowns? Yes, and that's what it's doing. It's just kind of like walking behind me. Okay, with my crowns. Did so, you manage to get uh, their money? So that the, was in the thing. You can grab that. I've got crowns. You want their Fair money? Enough. I always want the money. <laughs> so as you're doing this, how many rounds of battle was that? That was like four. Four. Maybe? I think four. Yeah. So that's under half a minute. Yeah. Each round of battle, I think, is six seconds, or is it just each? 
sides. Six seconds enough. per round. Yeah. All right, so it's ten rounds is a minute. Yeah. 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 That's why um, it's great because there's a spells that when you cast it, the duration is one minute. It's like, oh man, this is gonna go for all of combat plus some. Yeah. yeah. If, <laughs> if a battle isn't over in a minute, it's things are going badly. Yeah. Yes. All right. So as they said in the Civil War, the city guards are starting to make their way into the area from a couple of different directions because there are guards who patrol different sections. And uh, I think as the car- crowd dispersed, they probably alerted guards that they ran into that something was going down in the square. So there are guards sort of in the shadows making their way into the square. I have an idea. Yeah, uh, ideas. <laughs> Throw them out. All right, I'm going to whisper to you guys, just look like you're investigating. <laughs> just whatever that means to you, just look like you're investigating. I command my unseen servant to hide with the crowns yeah, somewhere idea. that is not. I don't know. Is there a place that he could do that? I'm sure. It's, okay, just do that. It's past dusk now. It's it's. Well, I guess as we said, that was just about thirty seconds. So it's still pretty dusky, but it's difficult to see in low light conditions. And okay, yeah, I'll, I'll give it to you. Okay, uh, I am going to. Uh, you guys are investigating. Well, I'm You're still looking... on top of a dead clown, so I'm going to. <laughs> are you just sh- roll shaking off his of body it? and yelling at him? <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> No, I'm just going to, like, roll off of him and just, like, pant for dear life. Okay. I am going to uh, put some ink on my fingers and, like, draw a mustache. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And a little line, like a soul patch. Nice. I'm just going to stand there like, ah. And you let me know when they get here. I've got stuff to say. I'm going to take my uh, my coin purse and empty most of the money into my pocket, and I'm going to take that, and I'm going to plant it on the guy right at my feet. So, and then I'm going to motion to the guards and motion them over, like, you need to get over here now. Okay. So the guards come over, and they say, what's going on here? You didn't notice that you guys have some sort of doppelganger infestation <laughs> into, in your city? Oh, those those clowns? They're not clowns. They're clowns. They're they, doppelgangers. They come here every Look year. at their faces. You've never seen a doppelganger face before. You know, we don't appreciate that sort of closed-minded, appearance-based reaction here in Eagle Watch. It's an open community. I can't help that these people are disabled. They're doing the best they can. Well, they were doing the best they could. Into Lauren's mind, I'm going to be like, wait, what's the plan here? <laughs> I'm confused. We're investigators so investigating we were... an infestation. Right. Investigating an investigation. While you guys just are talking, follow my lead. While you guys are talking, the uh, the yes. guards say, "All right, we've got it from here. You oh. guys go on." Awesome. I'm, yeah, you All got right. it, guys. All right, and you see them take the purses off the. Uh, you see that, you guys? They've yeah. been stealing money. They've been fleecing these citizens out here. That's why you're supposed to be on top of this. I'm Ach- Officer Stonefist from the Doppelganger Investigation Agency. And I'm Agent White. They say, move it along. They take 172 gold pieces out of each one of the clown's robes. They take their magic rings. They take Guys, their, oh, their tarot cards. They take How many guards have been Man, we, are, we really <laughs> messed up here. Do we want to... And, uh, and now there's about... You're eight... going to have to hand all that over. It's evidence. I have to take that back to command. The now, what's clear uh, by the ornateness of his uniform and his stature and bearing... The lead guard present uh, puts his hand on his sword and he says, I've never told anyone three times to move along. 
oh, do I push it or do I not push it? Oh, I'm just going to run away. <laughs> <laughs> I can't really push it because you're on the verge of death. Oh, man. Let's just leave. We're fine. Well, more. I'm not causing trouble. You are. Now it's, it's well, it's always here. We're going to go, but you're going to be hearing from your superiors. Let's go, guys. Pack it he up. Just, he doesn't even, he doesn't even. <laughs> they just turn around and start moving these bodies. Sometimes deception just does not toward, work. Toward no. the university district. At least we didn't get grabbed for murder, <laughs> yeah. which was my intent. I didn't want to get, get grabbed, but... Oh man! All I'm right. surprised that like the one time that you didn't, didn't loot, loot, yeah, like because I figured they'd see us looting. That's why I was like, no, I've got to push this in a direction where it's like, oh, I can grab this as as evidence. But clearly, it did not go that way. <laughs> All right. And then I was like, maybe I can pick their pockets, but I'm like, well, if that goes wrong, we're dead. Yeah. <laughs> so there you are. You're moving along to where are you moving the inn yeah, yeah please okay you're headed toward the inn yeah. well that didn't go how i planned i believe we said the inn is in the residential district mm-hmm. um which is convenient for purposes of the story and so much as those are diagonally located from where you started this walk which was the clerics college to the residential district actually are diagonal so it you would have logically gone where this encounter was you reach the well lit there's a uh, brazier above the corner entrance to the six banks in you're there brightly lit a lovely uh... sky blue paint from what you can tell slightly soot stained from the torch but we've walked in let's roll roll for walking in all right let's do this what if i get a one oh okay you you made it oh just barely i got a nine what's, what's your modifier for walking in uh, plus three. Do I have a proficiency bonus on walking? Plus five, then. <laughs> okay, then yes. Walking? So, yeah, you got it. <laughs> all right, you all made it. Yeah, we Good. did it. Whew, boy, I don't... You never know. I mean, because you could trip. <laughs> yeah. Maybe there was a lip on the... Um, what's like, What's it like in there? Like, who's what's going on in there? I assume you figured out a way to walk into the tavern that wouldn't blow people's minds in relation to the hovering crowns. Yeah. <laughs> I would imagine you just put them in your inventory. Can I just do that? Throw them in your bag. Sure, yeah, I just fine. throw them in my bag. Uh, I just wanted to cast Unseen Servant. Now that you're there, it it is dark. And back in the day, you know, in ye olden times, creating light was incredibly expensive. So this is a place that has light. That's one of the things it offers. So there are some people there. They're, they're drinking. They're sort of ending their day. Uh, and... You know, it's a nice atmosphere. It's a it's a lovely establishment. Picture a nice ye old timey place. It looks like that. Bernard will probably have to do some ducking <laughs> that uh, Lauren won't have to because the uh, the additions have been built somewhat haphazardly and there's support beams that uh, dip to an almost ridiculous level to accommodate such expansions. There's a bar. There's some tables. There's uh, of course a few booths. There's always got to be booths. <laughs> Who doesn't like a good booth? All right, I'm going know. to the, I'm going to the bar. Okay, going to the bar. I'm following. All right, it's been a long day. Hi, uh, my name's Booth. <laughs> Says the the barkeep. Barkeep good Booth. Good name. <laughs> Meet my son. His name is Barkeep. Is his first name Booth. Barkeep? Booth is his last name. It's so really. Born- no, yeah, that was weird. Never mind. That doesn't happen. He didn't say that. It's <laughs> okay. getting edited I, I can see okay. a part that you're cutting out right yeah. there. Anyway, uh, but no, uh, his name is is uh, is Booth, and he greets you and, and asks how he can be of service. Do you have any um, malwart? <laughs> you know, that's not legal everywhere. 
You know that. Or is it? Oh wait, does he, he does he probably need a voice? He points out that that's not legal everywhere, but uh, they happen to keep a bottle. The owner enjoys a little tipple from time to time. So yeah, he could hook you up. Oh yeah, okay. I want some bottle wort. Okay. Um, he he pours you, I guess, a small glass. Yeah, not sort a lot. Of, sort of a <laughs> highball, not full. Uh, do you want that on the rocks? Nah. Okay. Nah. Anyone else? How much are the rooms in this fine establishment uh, he, per night? He explains that they're a reasonable price. I'm going to slip three gold pieces onto the, the <laughs> counter. Give us a room for as long as this pays for. All right. You're in good standing. And he actually pours you guys all uh, around on him because that's pretty good dough. Always yeah. pays to be nice to the bartender. Well, you also kind of literally paid. <laughs> well, yeah, that's how, you, that, that's how you be nice. That's right. You don't walk in and just say, give me stuff. We're kind of loaded, are we? I mean, yeah, yeah. gold is really, yeah. really valuable. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, it doesn't but, seem valuable to us, but like 75 gold is enough oh, yeah. for It's a always lot. a good idea to, to, to be nice. <laughs> yeah. And I'm already, in my head, I'm like, yeah, you know, I got to find some way to get back at those guards because 172 gold per per, per mm. clown. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be breaking in there at some point. <laughs> Behind the bar, Booth is relieved. By... <laughs> the look on your face after you took that shot was just priceless. Uh, Not good. Uh... <laughs> so along with his malwort in-game... Ben is actually drinking Malort in real life. That's the last one. So um, a door behind the bar opens up, and uh, out of it comes a reasonably tall human man who's got a a nice... He's reasonably tall. And and he looks reasonably nice. He's just generally a reasonable fellow. Booth says, oh, Arloose, is it shift change already? And and, That's uh, the guy that we're supposed to go see. Yeah. Arloose, who happens to be the owner, says, Oh, I, I see you're having malwort. Yeah. <laughs> hair on your chest there. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh... You'll also put some hair on his potato face. So, uh. Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sir, we, could you be a little more polite to my guests? Uh, right. He doesn't realize he it. Might, <laughs> he, he could have feelings. Um, no, it's just better. He doesn't. It's uh, cool. All right, then, Karen. He likes it. So yeah, they, they change. Booth offers you his wishes for a good evening and says he'll probably be seeing you if you're staying three gold pieces worth of time. <laughs> that's that's got you there for a while. Uh, oh, you said your name is Arloose, right? Uh, somebody might have said I don't know. I didn't, but it is. <laughs> oh, that, that you could cut that out. That was metagaming. Then I thought the other guy said his name. He did. Never mind. Oh, he did. But I didn't say it. Oh, so the other I didn't guy, come okay. in and say hello, employee. <laughs> My name, the owner of this establishment that I've hired you to work at, my name is Arlus. No, totally yeah, but lost he... the thread of what I was going to say now. <laughs> but yes, yes, my name's Arlus. Good to meet you. Glad that we got you staying with us. Nice to meet you too. My name's Lauren. This is Bennard. This is Raven. Sap. Oh, I think I heard about you, gents. Were you over at the Clerics College? Yeah, sure. I hear uh, you're going to try and help us out. Oh yeah, can't We've tell got... you how much we appreciate that those moved in. I mean, people people won't even go into the forest anymore. Well, it's we're in... gonna make it safe for you guys. Bless you. <laughs> Did I hear a wink? <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. All right. Do you well... happen to know uh, Farmer Moken at all? 
Oh, yeah, I, I pretty much know everyone. Have you ever met her son, E? He's really, really good at brewing some some pretty good meads and ales. I didn't know that. I, I know he's a deft hand with a, a piglet, but... Yeah, he, it's actually his specialty. He just he kind of does that on the side since the pigs take up a lot of his time. But considering how little time he has to devote to it, we've had a chance to to actually sample some of his his brands, and they're amazing. So, I I kind of think maybe you should bring this guy on over here. Uh, so deception check, right? Yeah, we've never. I'm, had I'm afraid. Any of this. Yep. Seven plus four. Should we do this as a contest? Sure. <laughs> world he uh so he has a plus two so he rolled a 20 you know i don't know when he'd get around to brewing any ale but you say he's interested yeah i talked to him just earlier oh. today okay swell you want me to send him on over next time i'm over there did you actually ask me if you wanted to hire him oh i'm just saying you should sample his wares see if you're interested he was just expressing a, a you know a desire to actually work that's doing so, this sort of thing. You know that's so interesting because I need a boy to change the reeds and sweep the floor. Oh, that that sounds work. way more up his alley. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is that that gets his foot in the door. You know he he told us he loves to to brew, so yeah, might as well. Yeah. Well, uh, and that, that actually was in my notes. He did yeah, say that he does. He, uh, you know what? I'd be willing to talk to him. Here's the thing. Oh, God. Uh, there's always a thing. There's always a... We're going to have more. <laughs> more things down. I don't know if we're ever going to get to deal with these Mui Din, because everybody well, wants us to do stuff and help them. Well, Just helpful guys, I guess, but geez. You know, um, did you did you ever make it to the temple? Which temple? The, the, the cleric's temple? No, the, uh, the temple of Dido, of the Deep Flame. No. Oh, you Doesn't know. sound familiar no. at all. No. Okay. Farmer Hay said that uh, he thought he heard you talking to the high cleric about wanting some uh, alchemical components. Yes, yes, yes. It's uh, well, part of my plan to deal with the Mui Den and get so, rid of them once and for all. The thing of it is, I'd like to convert. I'd okay. Like, I'd like to convert, uh, but I just don't. I just I've never felt comfortable around the priestess Tan. Just if you guys wanted to, just like put in a word for me. Okay. Like one hand scratch. You do that. I mean, I need a boy. So if you got, I'd be happy to to give E a try, and you know, just one hand washes the other, right? Sounds about right. Sounds legit. Okay. I think we got sounds, this. Sounds. Uh, like I'm pretty sure we're gonna go there and we're gonna get asked to do something by her, right. but. This you know, hey, it, it's familiar. It's a long road. It sounds familiar. <laughs> yes, vaguely familiar. It's how the world works. You never do anything for free. Everybody <laughs> well, man, wants you to do something reach, for them. Once we reach the end of this, it is gonna collapse like a, <laughs> like a beautiful you'll go domino. In, you'll of, go into your mission menu and it'll just be empty. Oh god! <laughs> Everything will get done in one day, a matter of five minutes. Right? right? It's going to be fantastic. Yeah. Everybody in this city is going to be so happy. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> well, there'll be a festival. I wonder if it'll be dedicated to us. Hopefully no clowns. No clowns. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's all wide-eyed. The clowns, uh, they usually stay here around this time of year. Oh, God. <laughs> Have you seen them come in yet? Yeah. We've seen they them were. around. Yeah. Uh, no. 
Stroking my beard as I say that. He says to you, you know what? I think I've got your number. I'm not even going to roll the 20-sider. I'll just let that one slide. (laughs) We don't have to do the deception check. He already picked up on my tell. That was the first time I remembered to say say his tell when he's lying. Your tell is you hold up a sign that says, this is not true. What do you guys want to do? Deception with sleight of hand, I'd be killing it, though. It's it's (laughs) night. You've rented rooms. Yeah, let's just. You're in the inn? Let us retire. I'm oh, go to my can, room and can take I a point bath. the thing out? Yeah. This guy's almost dead. Yeah, I'm just kind yeah, of we laying should... on, the, on the bar. You go to, go to bed. That's why I'm not saying much either. Go to bed. I'm go like to observing. Bed. Sleep it off. Go home. Walk it off. You're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> carry me. Uh, I'll help. I mean, I got enough strength. I should be able to carry you. I, have I think he's, he's fine. He can, he can carry himself, but uh, I think maybe. Do you have any spell slots left? No. He's probably going to have no. to take a long rest and then heal himself and then rest again. That, I mean, that's an option. We could take with, a vacation um, day tomorrow. It's cool. Well, with resting, like, do I recover any HP or? We can look it up and find out. The magical book of answers. Whew. Is it disappointing to know that there are 14 more quests in this ring? Did wow. you actually come up with all these? Well, they're all written down. Oh my god! I thought you were just coming up with them off the top of our off your head as we were just talking to random it people. Doesn't, it doesn't disappoint me. We're going to do all of them. Yeah, these are going to be. <laughs> well, that's the thing. None out. of them have to be done. We're no. gonna, and it's fine though. We're going to yeah. hit level twenty before we ever go after the <laughs> no, Mui Den. By I'm that saying, point, we're just going to look at the Mui Den eggs, and they're just going to explode. Yeah. Mission accomplished. I really, I really think what's going to end up happening is by the time we're going to get to this last one, we're going to finish it. And then it's going to cascade back, and we're yeah. gonna, all of this stuff is going to get done. But it's not going to matter anymore, right? Because we wanted the armor, and by the time we get the armor that we originally wanted, that's the only thing we're getting out of this. Yeah, is armor. And, and you get, there's a possibility of a sword. Well, but it's just the blacksmith, right? <laughs> blacksmith, the sword. Um, you'll see. Don't worry. Okay. So the funny thing we need is, to do all of them. This armor is just prototype armor because yeah. I'm starting a. We're not gonna. We're not going to get that ring. before we are done. Although, uh, long rest is a period. We can of... still use all the movie did that we kill, and then we'll come back and be that's, like, there "That's you the go, point." Man. Because we're going to kill all of them. He's going to make more armor. We're going to sell it for profit. Nice. Oh, you know, and you could. It says, "Yeah." At the end of long rest, character regains all lost hit points. Uh, the character also regains spent hit dice up to a number of. Dice equal to half of the character's total number of them. That's so if only... something was done to you if that, that removed hit dice for some reason. Uh, so all that matters to you right now is recovering hit points. So you could also have rolled hit dice. If you weren't taking this rest, you could have rolled those anyway to, to recover. recover some health. But we don't need to do that. And this is also going to reset your spell slots and all that good stuff. You guys are going to be right as rain. I think we know that it's spring. Oh, okay. Which makes sense since the movie dinner hatching. It was the spring equinox in the Dragon Peaks. Good to know. You know it gets dark reasonably early. You could probably, you know, patch your armor. Let me just touch my shoulder. All right, I'm good. <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's amusing to me is the fact that we all laughed when we made these characters. Like, oh, my God, we're going to be such, like, you know, larcenous people going through this straight world. And yet we're basically thieves with a heart of gold because we're going through helping everyone. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the little bits of larceny that we do haven't really been all that bad. Not yet. Marty, when you go up to your room, you're staying in three nice rooms. They're not 
huge. And once again, the geometry of these rooms, not many right angles, but they're comfortable, cozy rooms. Ceilings are high enough for me. Beds are, yeah, there you go. The beds are comfortable. There's chests to store some of your things, a wardrobe, if, if there's anything you wanted to hang on a hook. And Lauren's taking off his clothing. He notices a rustling in the pocket and reaches in and pulls out a perfect palm-sized pink piglet. Oh, it's so adorable. <laughs> I will call you Lord Winston Lee Stabbington the third. <laughs> in case you've forgotten from the last episode, Farmer Mulkin first pickpocketed a piglet into Larn's pocket. And and this is just you're just noticing it. Now, she piglet pocketed me. Oh boy. <laughs> That's, all, that's bad enough I could have said it. Um, unfortunately for you, whereas you do have an effective rest, you recover all your hit points, the piglet slept all day, so it's pretty feisty at night. So okay. restless sleep. Here, you take... Um, so I'm irritable. You take one point of irritability uh, damage. damage. Okay, so I'm at 18 hit points. No, you're not. It just your irritability is that it takes a damn. You lose one patience point. <laughs> not your hit points, your patience Oh, points. no. That patience stat is very, uh, very important. When you get down to zero, you just slap everyone you see. <laughs> you pull a me and just... <laughs> I was just thinking that. I'm like, so when I hit zero, I become Raven. <laughs> but probably without the prowess to actually slap everybody, I'd just try and miss. So the night passes uneventfully. When the magic users wake up, they feel as though they're... Their powers have been fully recharged. I imagine that because of the piglet, I'm up before them. So I want to excitedly knock on their door and be like, guys, guys, you got to see what I got. <laughs> Where Wait, is it? whose door are you knocking on first? I'm going to ra- knock on Ravens first because okay. Ravens is best friends, you know. So. Yeah. Right. You know. No, no, no. Better, fine, better's I'm his fine. second best friend. I'm fine with that. But he's known Raven longer, you know. <laughs> Not upset at all. <laughs> I don't have Raven, friends. check it out. Look, look. Uh, what is it? Go away. <laughs> You've got to meet Lord Winston Lee Stabbington Third. Ugh. It's so disgustingly cute. Right? I know. It's so great. Now... I hope he's not a teacup pig. I want him to grow up to be big and strong so I can ride him around. Now, now here's an important moment that we have to poke in again. You remember that you have a mouse. Yes? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Playdates or... <laughs> Does your mouse have a name, or is it just I, you I just carry it around? You did name your mouse. Well, oh, that's right. All right. Well, I guess at that point, with all the squealing, Shakespeare, my mouse, nice. <laughs> runs out of like my bag to see what the commotion is. That's one okay. brave mouse. Nice. Well, <laughs> that's awesome. We're we're very uh, existential. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Lord Winston squirms free. From Lauren's grasp, and, and uh, Shakespeare scurries down Raven's clothing and mounts the back <laughs> of Winston and rides over like a horse <laughs> over to oh he thinks he's to people ben, to Ben Hard's door and they're like come here I know where you're going next I gotta feed this pig to get him fat big and fat it's gonna be all right, what are you doing now? You've got a, a mouse on a pig in a hall by a door. Hmm. I'm going to knock on Bennard's door. Hey, you got to see this before they stop doing it. It's awesome. <laughs> All 
<laughs> before they stop doing that. What? Just, just Who's as, doing what? Just as you open the door, the mouse screams back up. <laughs> what are you talking about? There's just a, a piglet uh, sitting on Marty's foot. Whose pig is this? This is my pig. It's Lord Winston Lee Stabbington III. He's just standing there. Well, there there was a mouse riding it. Like a little knight. Likely story. I think we should get your mouse some armor and a little lance. <laughs> All Where right. did you even get this pig from? I, I don't know. <laughs> he just I went to go to sleep last night and he was just in the pocket of my cloak. Ugh, another annoyance in my life. No, I think I would remember if I stole a pig. Booth, who happens to be walking by, says, uh, I thought he was the one who had the mall wart. <laughs> and you're the one who ends up with an unknown pig? <laughs> that sounds like a mall wart. Yeah. <laughs> Talking. I've done it before. But I get rid of the pig afterwards. <laughs> I don't even want to know what you guys are talking about. Humans are so strange. And Booth says, uh, bacon anyone? Don't you dare. <laughs> and hash browns? I, I really want... That's a good idea. Can you... <laughs> what can we get for breakfast around here? Uh, eggs. Let's see, it's spring. Eggs, all right. Potatoes. We already have a potato. <laughs> His name is Ben Iron. Yeah. <laughs> so explain. explain that was great. Explain to the listener why you're saying that, because they might oh. not remember. Yeah, I think it's. Well, I wrote down at my. What did I write down? Where did I write that down? Your appearance on the next page, maybe. Yeah. Nope. That my skin is potato, <laughs> and my hair is Bob, <laughs> which is actually like kind of makes sense. I feel like my skin is like, potatoey. I, okay. That's all I've all got. Right. So you start calling him Russet. <laughs> What's your charisma? My charisma is actually a 15. So a fairly handsome potato. Yeah. That's fine. Very charismatic potato. His hair is just like, I don't know, it's like a... a bob. Well, he has a bob haircut, I'd assume. Yeah, but it's like... I feel like he's got Mr. the haircut potato of, head um, kind of right? bob. Prince Farquaad or King Farquaad or whatever his name was in the first Shrek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You've got his bob hairstyle. Yes, at least potato. <laughs> right. At least you took it to that place. I imagine like the witch's witch. <laughs> Just a bomb. I'm kind of attractive, I think. Yeah, I think no, for a potato. Yeah. Well, it's not, so he's not lumpy and ugly as a potato. It's just... He's smooth like a red potato or a, or a gold, Yukon gold. There you go. You've an got nice potato. yellow tan skin. You're an attractive, yeah. smooth potato yeah. with a Prince Farquaad haircut. Yep. Oh, my God. I can't wait to draw this. Yeah, you've got this it. It's going to be you've the greatest the... thing ever. Awesome. All right. Um... And not a very fun voice to listen to. But so oh, I love that voice. It is one of my favorite parts of this game, <laughs> so, hearing him talk. So after some ale and, and a hearty breakfast. I'd like to get double portions for the pig, by the way. He's, i got to feed him. He's a growing boy. Okay. Uh, and and uh, it turns out Arlos let Booth know that uh, breakfast was definitely on him because he didn't want to uh, fleece the would-be protectors of the town. Wow, this guy's nice. Arlus, really nice. He, you know what? He's legitimately pretty awesome. Well, Arlus didn't get into uh, into innkeeping just because he is good at naming inns, but uh, he got into it because he liked people too. Can I make an aside here? Yeah. Um, one of the biggest pet peeves I've always had when playing role playing games from childhood onwards, like video games and stuff like that, is that whenever you're the characters that are saving the world, like everybody's always like, I don't care that if you don't get the magical world-saving sword that the world's going to end, you still owe me $2 million before I'll give it to you to save the world. They won't even give you credit 
like save the world and then come back and pay me with whatever you get from that. They don't care. So the fact that this guy is like, dude, he's doing the city a solid. Like I'm, I'm going to pay for their breakfast. Even if that's where it stops, where he just gives them some extra eggs, he's already ahead of every NPC in every RPG ever made. Well, and he's the first person you met who knew what you were doing. Yeah. So. I mean, it's just (laughs) mind-blowing. Seriously. Like, I had to make that aside because my mind is blown. Because I've made this criticism when talking about video games many times in the past. And it's always just like, dude, seriously? Like... You can't hand over this. I know the sword's expensive, but just loan it to them so they can save the world. And then maybe, you know, the fact that you're not dead is payment enough. <laughs> or maybe they'll still pay you. They're heroes after all. Well, excellent. I mean, my character probably wouldn't because he's a thief, but still. I'm glad Arlus does not disappoint. He, oh he'll be God. glad of that, too. Dude, I'm, I'm going to try and make sure that he gets, like, whatever awesome stuff is coming to him now. And I didn't mean that in a threat-filled way. <laughs> I feel like this is a very open-ended dungeon master question to ask. What you doing? <laughs> I'm well. We've got to go to Dido's temple now, right? Temple of Dido. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's uh, it's one of the gods. Can I drag. get these uh, the, these potatoes and eggs packaged up so I can keep feeding my pig sure, while we're going? Just put them in a pouch, I guess, a bag. He reaches under the counter and gets a, a little earthenware container and hands it over to you. Wow, it's not even burlap. This guy really pulls out all the stops. <laughs> I just expected a burlap bag that I'd be dripping potato oil throughout the town. <laughs> That's not the kind of town this is. These guys are great. That's where we're going to leave you for now. Please do subscribe, rate, and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Now enjoy a taste of what's coming up to tide you over until next time. Thanks again for listening. Farmer Hay is going to ask you guys to keep paying attention as he leads you in the calligraphy class. If I can get an attention roll from each of you. I rolled a critical miss. Oh, God. I literally got a two. Wouldn't you know it? It's like a 15, yo. All right. So, unfortunately, Bernard, Larn, you're both expelled from calligraphy class. I feel like I probably hurt myself, too. (laughs) Is this a bad thing? Hi, I'm Brendan. And I'm Rob. We're the hosts of the Rattlebox Games podcast, a bi-weekly romp through the fertile fields of the world of tabletop games. Give us a listen. It's always a critical hit. Brought to you by Rattlebox Games.